This is Graham Elliott, and you are listening to After Chef Junior. Hey, everybody, and welcome to After Chef Junior, the most important Master Chef Junior after show on planet Earth. Also, the most unofficial, unofficial uh, Master Chef uh, Junior. Just underline show. that one. That's right. Um, Although if it's Ma- so unofficial, why do we have somebody from the MasterChef staff on this very episode? That's right, that's right. An official employee yes. mm-hmm. is on the unofficial podcast. That's it right. really makes you think. Do you think, what did you tell her? Okay, wait, let's just get... <laughs> um, let's, quick, Am I the guest booker? Yeah. Quick <laughs> introductions, quick introductions. Sorry. My name is Max, ladies always by my side. Stacey. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Um... So, Stacy, why don't you... Uh, Jenny, Jenny should... Jenny, how did this She's all, our guest booker, yeah, yeah, as we just happen? established. This happened because after the gingerbread man episode... Incident. incident <laughs> we all said, who in this world built that gingerbread house? So many questions. So I watched the end credits and tried to find some sort of title that would coincide with that. So then I found this lovely lady's name... You did some sleuthing. Did some sleuthing. So then I try and find her online. I found her IMDb page. Mm -hmm. I found her resume with her cell phone number (laughs) on it, but I felt I couldn't just call her. (laughs) She had quite an extensive resume. How did you find her resume? I I don't know. I'm very... She's a cool millennial. She knows. (laughs) She knows how to find it. So then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to see if she's on Facebook. She was. And then I added her Facebook, <laughs> Facebook message to her saying, Hi there, I run a podcast along with two other lovely co-hosts up here in Canada about Matcha Chef Junior. And we'd love to speak to you about the amazing sets that are featured every week. To my surprise, she said, Hi Jenny, I'm camping just now, but can we chat Monday? I said, yes, <laughs> speak soon. A great lesson. All you have to do is ask. Yeah. You know? Well, does she have, the, what's, what's her name? Heidi Miller. Heidi Miller. Okay, well, not... Not a super generic name, but also not a really unique name. There must be thousands of mm. Heidi Millers in the United States. I looked States. through a few Heidi Millers yeah. before did, her. And how did you know when you had found the right one when you were on Facebook? <laughs> because I had seen her picture on Google Images. So I knew I was looking for a blonde lady somewhere late 30s, early 40s. Mm. And I was looking for someone whose hometown was probably L.A. Right, right. Yeah. But if she had used like a quirky, funny like profile yeah. pic, we never would have been. Well, then I would have called her cell phone. <laughs> I was also interested there was a carpenter <laughs> listed. I mean, so far, nobody has said no. Nobody yeah. that I've managed to get through to. Aaron Sanchez, I still haven't managed to contact. Mm, the only you know what? I might try and go through his management. Yeah. The only person who said no to being on the podcast was my brother. <laughs> He's the only person who did not want to be on it. Maybe we should just shoot for Gordon and Christina. I mean, we've never asked. Could you guys handle the pressure of talking to them? Hmm, I'd probably be really quiet. We've been training our whole lives for this. We are professional journalists. We are, technically. Well, you know what? Let's see how you do with Heidi Miller. Okay. We let Stacy take this one. Yeah. Because we thought after listening to the Richard Blaze interview, it might be best to just have one person who is cool, who's, who's calm, cool, relatable, who's collected, pretty. Yeah. Oh. It was really That's sick. important on radio. <laughs> so this will be the first time that Max and I have heard this audio. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Well, get ready. It, it's mostly just 
slagging you guys. So bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you hate the most, Heidi? (laughs) Um, Just give me one second. Also, fun fact, she'd never listened to her podcast before. So let's see how this goes. She had by the time I chatted with her. Uh Uh-oh. She listened to the Richard Plays one. Oh, and she still came on the yeah, show. Yeah, so there you go. That's, <laughs> That's nice. a testament. <laughs> okay, without further ado, here we go. Stacy and uh, and our very special guest. Thank you so much uh, to Heidi Miller for being with us. Here we go. Um, we have a very, very special guest we're speaking today, Heidi Miller, uh, who does something very special at Master Chef Junior. Heidi, will you uh, tell us a little bit about what is your job? Oh, hello. Hi. Um, Hi. <laughs> um, I am a set decorator, and I am lucky enough to get to do the regular version of MasterChef, and I also do the junior version. And so basically my job is all about shopping for pretty much every everything you see on camera. Wow. Does that include the pantry, too? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That what is my how- base. Wow. It looks beautiful. Very jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's really lovely. It's it's kind of evolved over time. You know, it started with the first season of MasterChef, and then each season we kind of tweak it and perfect it a little bit. And sometimes what? I just go in there and just I stand there and I just <laughs> take it all in and never get old. One thing that just struck me about the pantry that people probably don't know is once we're done shooting, we have a lot of food left over, like. Produce yes, this like question that. has been driving me crazy. What happened to it? Where does it go? Yeah, and they, you know, oftentimes they sort of stack the challenges so that they can use, you know, particular types of yeah. items like over and over again. Um, but oftentimes we get to the end of a shoot week and we've just got a room full of food. And so the first thing we do is we sort of open it up to the crew, which is really fun because we get to go in there and just. You know. Just do some grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah, I get some really awesome fruits that I would never even think about buying. And um, and then after that, we also we we give a lot of the food to food shelters. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so that's I knew fun. this show was great. I knew this show had a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the sort of craziest request um, over the last few years of working there? What What's been, like, the biggest challenge or, like, the, like, what, like, how can I pull this off sort of moment for you? Um, you know, the thing that the thing that's always really challenging for us um, is is making everything new and fresh mm-hmm. because you've probably noticed like between each season, like we kind of do the same thing. Like there's there's a pop up restaurant or yeah. there, you know, there's there's a challenge involving like um, you know lifeguards mm-hmm. or firefighters, and so I think the challenge is to keep it really fresh. Um, within that realm yeah. and to not repeat things that we've done in the past um, because our our director, Brian Smith, is really, really, he's just got a great eye. Like mm-hmm. he, the way he shoots it is just like no other reality show. <laughs> and he really, you know, he pushes us all to kind of bring out our best because we know that if we really deliver, he's going to showcase it. What have you had a moment or like a, an element of the set that gotten to have that moment in the spotlight that you're really excited or proud of? Um, well, we really, really had fun with the gingerbread house. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that was super, like, that was just super fun because there were a lot of different elements, you know, like. What's it I mean, made of? 
Well, it's funny because it, it was all based off of we have this amazing chef on our show who works behind the scenes named Mary. Uh-huh. And if you ever, like, have seen Gordon's Instagram, he does these, like, live feed yeah, yeah. Like, things on Instagram. And um, Mary's often featured on there, and she's just, just an amazing human being, and she's so talented. And she came up with the original gingerbread house. Oh, so the, house, the gingerbread house came first, and then the house came after. And the, yeah, yeah, we were wondering it was sort of like a chicken and egg, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so we we basically just kind of went off off of there. So um, our art director Kevin Lewis designed the structure, mm-hmm. and the challenge was getting it onto the soundstage because the stage that we're sitting <laughs> at is not a traditional soundstage, so there's not, like, a giant door that we can just wheel things in. Mm-hmm. So it sort of had to be built on site, which was a lot of, you know, it's a little, uh, a bit of a nail-biter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we had, you know, a whole team of people. We we tried to figure out, okay, what would licorice be in this? Yeah. Like, what can we do to kind of simulate the candy buttons? And Mary also made this amazing icicle that came down and I don't even know if it made it into the show but the idea was is that Gordon would walk up and grab it and take a bite of it oh that's cool <laughs> so everything else was like foam and rubber and all that and then this one piece was going to be you so know be like Gordon don't eat the rest of the house just this one part <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah and then like we made this amazing house that we were so pleased with and then of course it got completely covered and <laughs> Icing yeah. <laughs> from the from the creepy gingerbread man. <laughs> Speaking of like that, the gingerbread man blasting everyone with all the sugar. Are you involved in like the candy that gets dumped on the children at all? Are you responsible for that? Well, I I am not because uh, personally, I'm glad because I have two little children. <laughs> yeah, and the it whole, seems cruel. Yeah. I mean, like the conversations that we have about okay, what are we going to dump on the kids this season? And, you know, it's fine if it's like raspberries. I mean, like. Yeah. I don't personally enjoy that because it destroys the set, but yeah. but at least it's not probably, you know, like maiming children. <laughs> you know, so we have, there's a whole team of, you know, producers that sort of do a whole like behind the scenes, like testing with PAs, like dumping <laughs> things and like, you know, we had a rice dump and I was personally just like horrified because I thought, oh my God, no way would I want my kid to stand underneath that. Yeah, what if it gets like in your ear or something and it's just, that's just part of your body now. <laughs> your eye, yeah. you know. All so the soft I, bits. I just kind of sit back and listen in my office and kind of bite my nails while they play. <laughs> <laughs> what's been, what's been like the craziest thing that you've worked on or the hardest thing to, to pull off? Um. Oh my gosh. I think that whenever we do our pop-up restaurants. Oh, yeah. Those are always the hardest. And we have an episode coming up, um, I think, in a week or two, and it is at the beach. Ah. And so, you know, it's it's a lot to shoot on the beach, any you know, anyway. Yeah. So you're bringing out cooking equipment and, yeah. you know, everything has to be level so that the, the propane works and <laughs> all of that stuff. It's a whole thing. And then you've got... On top of it, you've got to set up, you know, a restaurant for, you know, 70 patrons. Yeah. And it has to look really good. How long do you have between when they come up with the concept for the challenge and when you have to execute it? It really, like, literally, it, it depends. Like, it could be 
a month mm-hmm. or it could be a day. <laughs> you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, we're always trying to, like, whatever we're going to be doing, like, if it's, say, the pop-up restaurant, yeah, we have, like, table settings and we have a whole, like, you know, centerpieces and all that, and we try and get it approved by the producers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a few days out. But every so often we kind of get behind ourselves and we aren't able to grab them to kind of come and take a peek. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you guys got rectangular tables? Then we actually need, you know, circular tables. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, the prop house closes in 20 minutes and we have to do this tomorrow at the beach. And, you know, that kind of stuff is a little crazy. <laughs> intense. It sounds a little intense. <laughs> What makes the MasterChef Junior Kitchen any different than the adult one, or is it exactly the same setup? Well, you know, it's funny because when we first started talking about doing juniors, we um, talked about sort of making it like this fun kid environment. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the EP just basically said, no, what we want to do is we want to put kids in this adult environment, and that is what's going to make it really unique because – you you just don't expect kids to do well uh-huh. in like this very adult setting. You like we're kind of trained to think like, you know, oh kids need bright colors and all this other stuff. And so, yeah. um, pretty much an answer to your question, it's it's very similar. Yeah, you know, there's very little that we change between the adults and the juniors. Oh, so cool! I just I I'm so excited to be talking to you. <laughs> so much fun. Um, it, have you ever like how much creative input do you get into the design of the challenges or the design of, of the set? Um, well, my like my most of my creative input happens before we even roll cameras. Like mm-hmm. I, um, along with my production designer John Janas and our other art director Robert Fry, we basically design <clears throat> the set, and so we're thinking about like the equipment room and like what we need to do to update it and make it look really spectacular mm-hmm. and what do we want to adjust in the pantry and you know the probably the space that people don't think about very often are the interview spaces where yeah. the kids are sitting there in front of a bunch of fruit and vegetables <laughs> and just you know talking away and so I do a lot of that stuff and then when it comes to challenges my primary focus um I turn into like the party planner <laughs> and sort of like the style manager, you know, yeah. making sure that, you know, everything is like within the, you know, the, the standard of what we've set for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite moment from the season so far? Uh, I did. I do. And it's, uh, it's, I guess I can mention this person because um, she was in the, I think she's been like in the overall coming this season yeah. Um, we had Martha Stewart come on. Oh, wow. Cool. And she must be after is, the Muppets, I guess. Y- yes. I mm-hmm. I won't say when exactly, but she comes yeah. on. And I have been, like, a huge fan of hers for a lifetime. And oh, cool. I actually, um, I've met her once before, but she came onto our show, and I think she didn't really know what the show was. <laughs> And and I think she was kind of like, oh, right. But I think the second, like, she saw the kids and how talented they are, you know, she was putty yeah. in their hands. <laughs> and the coolest part for me personally was um, she, you know, a lot of times while we're setting up and stuff, the the talent will have their mics on. So, like, in my office, I can hear what they're saying <laughs> over the mic. Cause Super it, spy. Yeah. yeah, and so she walked into our restaurant set, which is one of my – 
my other babies that I yeah. just love so much. And she just she said, Oh my god, these sets, wow. You know, oh. she just said it to herself. But oh, it was like that must feel good, yeah. <laughs> it was just pretty awesome. Wow. <laughs> I'm not wow. gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty that's great. a highlight. Oh. It was great. Is there anything about the Master Chef Junior kitchen or, or the dining room or the pantry that you think like viewers might not realize or that might be sort of a fun fun secret about it um yeah i mean there's the sets are pretty they're pretty elaborate and i think that um unless you like are standing in that space it might be hard to kind of get the whole scope of it mm-hmm. um but this season i i designed the chandelier that you can kind of see if you're standing in sort of the main competition space and cool. sort of where the judges are mm-hmm. they do sort of a cross shot back to like the library Mm-hmm. where there's a lot of books on the wall, but above that is this giant, massive chandelier that I designed that's, like, pinks and purples and reds, and I'm super, super proud of it. Cool. I'm like really into it, but the camera never sees enough of it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just my nerdy little... So cool. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you're obviously a busy person, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but what would your advice be to somebody who, who wants to do what you do? Well, I mean, I started in interior design, and Mm -hmm. I started doing theater when I was in school, and I just got the bug bad. Mm -hmm. And so I I would say, like, the most important thing is is to have a desire to do it and a passion Mm -hmm. for it. And, like, for me, like, I basically moved to L.A., didn't know anybody, didn't know what I was doing, and I just sort of... (laughs) started volunteering on student films and low-budget films and just sort of, like, worked really hard. And, and people got to know me as the person who worked really hard. Yeah. And then they started hiring me for um, paid gigs, which was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then just, you know, just, you know, networking and, and just mm-hmm. always – I think a lot of times people come into L.A. with, like, stars in their eyes and they – they are like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, but they're not willing to put yeah. the pedal to the metal, you know, mm-hmm. and really, like, work and be willing to, like, not sleep for days and just, yeah. you know. And so I w- my suggestion would just be, no matter what your experience is, as long as, if you have the passion, mm-hmm. you can do what you want to do. You just have to really be committed to it. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Heidi, for taking the time. All right. You take Bye. care. Bye. Uh, thanks again to Heidi Miller for... Wow! That has it's... blown my mind. Oh, really? All I want is a behind-the-scenes show of this show. Yeah. All I want is to see the producer. Mm. Do you guys know what PAs are? Yeah. Production, production assistant. Assistants. They're like the runners. They're the lowest people in the rung. That's All what I you want do, right? to see. No. <laughs> All I want to see is the producers. Like she said, blasting them. Blast. Like <laughs> I said. Like all I like. No, that one's too sticky. That one's too wet. Mm. That one burned them. (laughs) (laughs) All I want to see is these adults around the table saying, "So, what are we going to dump on the kids this year?" Mm -hmm. Bees? No, Brad. (laughs) We can't dump bees on the kids. No, it'll be like a honey theme. It'll be cool. No. I tell you every year. It was so interesting that she mentioned the pop up restaurants because I've always thought that. Like, you know, when they what did a the nightmare. Oh yeah, when they did the Boy Scouts and Boy Girls one, I was like, 
how are they like how do you get electricity there yeah you know like you have to organize the generators and mm-hmm. the stoves that are transferable and like would that be the set deck person though or would that be more like a logistical person well it sounded like she had a team together. it sounded mm-hmm. like she came up with the concept and then she had a team that helped her execute it she was talking about that guy that organized the trucks and mm-hmm. what's being returned and Etc. Etc. Yeah. She did drop um, a bunch of uh, new names, uh, full names of people that you can now. <laughs> you can find their cell numbers. <laughs> speak to them in my own time. <laughs> That's right. I did wonder about the additional food in the pantry as well. I'm happy to hear that they give it away and it isn't just wasted. Yeah, like when she said the word pantry, I just imagined rows and rows of peppers. Yeah, it feels like there's so many peppers in there, and peppers only last like a yeah. week. Or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. i can barely finish like half an onion that's in my fridge i know i know my god um so thanks again to heidi miller uh really appreciate uh her taking the time to uh call and and chat with uh the lovely stacy mclaughlin um and uh yeah please uh tell your friends and family who uh who may work on the show to listen to this podcast (laughs) wait friends and family yeah well i mean i mean i assume yeah you know your husband your cousins Mother, it's sister. like Shane. Yeah. He wants to make his mother, his grandpa, his dad, his brother, the whole state of Texas. Miss mm-hmm. Piggy. Swedish chef. Um, so on that note, let's get uh, going into this week's episode. Uh, we, we took last week off because of the... Um, the, the Clips episode. Yeah, with bloopers and whatnot. I didn't watch it. Did you guys watch it? No. We no. don't have cable. <laughs> no idea. No idea if it was good. Here's, like, I don't get it because obviously last week, no one went home. It was a bloopers week. Mm. This week, spoiler alert, no one goes home. Mm-hmm. How did they find two episodes for nobody to go home? Also, the episode where they brought back the wild cards. That nobody was sort of like home, a, yeah. you know. Because, you know, we've had some episodes that were like, oh my God, how are they going to send two people home? Like, yeah. everyone was pretty good. Like, maybe one kid sucked, but mm-hmm. everyone else was pretty good. And then that's three episodes now where they like... Yeah, uh, or what if they just never end it? What if it just keeps going? They're yeah. like, well, we're going to keep doing this show until one of you screws up. So we run out of raspberries to dunk on. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, they even brought people back this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've really elongated they're, Yeah, they're and teasing they even, it out, and I am into it. They even added new contestants today. Yeah, yeah that's like, right. Like non-cuisine contestants. Um, I gotta tell you guys, this might have for me. This is the funniest episode of MasterChef Junior ever. We were laughing, we were up all a storm, in fits. giggling, yeah. giggling up a yeah. storm. It really alleviated the tension. Yes, but detention, detention between that. There's six kids who are yeah. all mm. phenomenal. <laughs> Not our tension. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I'm yeah, like, the tension. Sometimes you can't tell. <laughs> okay, let's start at the beginning of the app. Okay, so um, episode <laughs> begins, and all six of our remaining contestants come out. Quick, can we check in briefly with your rosters? <sighs> Who has who here? I'm doing well. I, I'm the comeback kid because mm-hmm. I've got Jasmine, Evan, and Shane. And Shane. Yeah, so no we're kidding. three and three. We're three and three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, yes, that's yes, amazing. Because yes. we thought you were done for. After, I was like, gone. We, you know, we haven't even been checking in because I thought for sure that <laughs> this is just not going to work out. For it was you. all Stacy's kids. So um, the Stacy's kids. Yeah, I like I, that as a charity name. Imagine Stacey's me kids. just raising Shane, Jasmine, and Evan. Oh my god, I think about it all the time. That's a sitcom waiting to happen. What would you call it? Started in Scotland. Now we're in Texas. Started starting in Scotland. It's you. You bring them to Scotland. Whoa. Whoa. I feel like that's more of a season two sort of trip. <laughs> Back to the homeland. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, oh, uh, so, well, we'll get there in a second. So uh, the six, um, 
<laughs> and it was uh, surprising, right? Uh, that uh, there was no um, that there are no weak links at this point. You know, all six come out. And That's it's just not like, surprising. That's just how competition works. Like supposed. we're just gonna get. It's just gonna get harder and harder to decide who needs to go. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried about Evan Me this too. round because just because not he wasn't because wearing fun pants. He wasn't one. wearing fun pants. Um, not because he's a bad chef, but just the storyline wise, he's never been one of the strongest mm-hmm. competitors. They've never been like, oh, Evan, you lead this team. Yeah. You he's it. a fan favorite. I, I tell you oh, that for much. Sure. And he's obviously Around a good chef. Table. He's made it to final six. Mm-hmm. So I was just worried he wasn't like... He hasn't been portrayed as... A front runner. Yes, yes. Whether or not he is, that like only Christine we'll and Gordon and, and the Swedish chef will know. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the real expert yeah. in the field. Yeah, I was nervous about him, so it was really good to see he was solid today. Mm-hmm. I'll sleep well tonight. Um, so the three come out, and um, Adam and Jasmine uh, are going to be team leads, and they get to draft their own their own teams for the first challenge. I immediately thought Adam was going home. Mm-hmm. Like when that happened, because remember the last time he nearly went home, he was a team leader. He like, I think he gets really in his own head. Fair enough. He gets, yeah, and he's like a genius, so he just gets really flustered. It's hard enough to like cook a, an edible meal, much less a delicious meal, much less a delicious meal for 40 people, much less a delicious meal for 40 people and be, you know, leading and coaching two other people who are also like... And- much less a delicious meal for 40 mm-hmm. people while leading and they're ballerinas yeah and and you're 11 <laughs> oh yeah, for oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah and oh, you're, yeah. 11. you're 11 yeah. it's um, a yeah not not set up for success mm-hmm. so um gordon and uh so we had known going into this episode that this was going to be like a muppet sort of themed episode that was going to be the cool thing about this episode what made it unique did that... you guys see because they like teased it at the beginning yeah. and the first thing i noticed was that the swedish chef is wearing a wedding ring i noticed that? that too <laughs> i was thinking who's mrs swedish chef <laughs> And then I was like, wouldn't it be cool if it was revealed that the hand could, like, obviously run by a human? Like, what if that was Richard Blaze? Oh, that didn't even cross my mind. You gotta always be thinking. He could be anywhere. (laughs) Would I have thought Aaron Sanchez was in a gingerbread costume? No. Exactly. You gotta expect the unexpected. (laughs) Unagi. (laughs) What? Watch Friends. Um, So... The, I feel like maybe you've heard of it. It's this yeah. cool cult TV show. It's really niche. Um, so they had been we going into this. We knew that the Muppets were going to be involved, but then I was surprised because the, I assumed the Muppets were going to be in that in the first challenge. The first me challenge. too, me too. And it's be, too fun. Yeah, because and then it became quickly apparent that that wasn't going to be the case. That they that these two teams were going to have to cook for something, and they were very vague about who, mm-hmm. who these people were going to be. These are people who decided what they want to be when they were kids, and they. So, went you know, for Stacey's it. answer to that she turns to me. She's like clowns. I'm like, why is when you're talking about people who have achieved their childhood dreams? Why is clowns what popped into your head? I was like, kids. What do kids like? Clowns. What did you guys think? I had no idea. I had at least I was no guessing. Idea. At least I was trying. Guys, putting names on the table. Yeah. Um, I had no clue. It was really puzzling. So, um, the yes, they we're like not, we're not sure. Play all the time, huh, kids. Hmm. No, it's again. No, don't ask her to say it again. She tried to rationalize the clown's theory. <laughs> she feels <laughs> no, Anyway, no. so they picked their teams. 
they pick their teams and and amazingly write down uh, our fantasy team lines they divided themselves whoa i didn't even notice i didn't that. even think about that on the blue team jasmine shane and evan my team and on the red team adam justice and sydney Uh-oh. and i wanted the blue team to win and you wanted the red team to win oh my god oh, our maternal instinct it's kicking in finally <laughs> It's I all happening. We yeah, we didn't know they were our kids. Yeah, but we but we knew they were our kids. <laughs> Who are you cheering for, Max? Um, the Swedish chef. I'm. I. You know what? If I had to, from all these six, I really want Jasmine to win it. Like I think I'm really impressed with her. Mm-hmm. I, um, she seemed. Ugh. I mean, it, she sealed the deal when she talked about what she wanted to do when she grew up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let we just skipped a, that right over great, that. That was a great. Swerve. So what does Shane? What does Shane want to be? Okay, wait. Oh, so Gordon asks. He basically puts them all on the spot. <laughs> I just remembered why Shane wanted to be. Yeah. So the first thing is he wants to open a food truck mm-hmm. called yeah. Shane the Train's Food Truck. I think Shane. I know you're a creative guy. You can branch outside that. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, but aside from that. He decides he wants to be a policeman or a preacher. Yeah. The obvious choice. He's a he's a leader. He wants to be the voice of authority, whether that's for the law or for the Ta- Lord. Say what you want. He, he be Texas through and through. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That yeah. boy has some bumper stickers we'll be reading. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Um, they also ask Adam, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Stacy, do you remember what he said? Uh, a test kitchen operator. Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, probably. What do they do there? Like molecular gastronomy type things. Who's paying for that? Molecular gastronomists, enthusiasts. Or it could be like, I guess if you were Ooh, a commercial anywhere. food producer. Yeah. Right? Like if you're like, how do we make the flavor? Craft dinners. Blue blue snozberries. How do we yeah. like figure out what chemicals make that flavor? Or maybe he'll go and work for Blue Apron. <gasps> he probably has an in there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also move on to Jasmine. And this is what sealed the deal for me, for Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. She's like, oh, Jasmine. you know, I, I want to so be a good. chef. But You're so good. You're so deeply good. Mm-hmm. She's like, I would like to grow up to be a plastic surgeon. And immediately I'm like, oh, boo, Jasmine, yeah. no, come on. I liked you. Now you wanted to give rhinoplasties? But no, she's like... He yelled all this at the TV. It was <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> That's right. She's like, I want to be a plastic surgeon because I want to work with kids with, like, Cliff palettes. Palette. And she said she wanted to fix them and educate about them. Jasmine. Like she must have maybe she's got a family member or a like, brother or like a I don't know friend. how someone that young could be affected to the point they'd want their whole career to be based upon the awareness of She's good. She's good. Mm-hmm. They're all tiny geniuses, we have to remember. That's yeah. right. You know, and this then, is just one symptom of their overall yeah. tiny smartness. And... So first, I was really excited to learn what the other three people wanted to be, but then <laughs> yeah. they just cut away. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they just like, come on. Well, we did hear from Justice that she wanted to be a professional softball player. This is but right. we didn't get to hear from Evan or Sydney. Right. What do you think they would be? Ooh. Evan. Teacher. Oh, Evan would be Evan teacher. needs to be president of the United States. Okay. Okay, yes. Agreed. Agreed. What about Sydney? Sydney, I mean, I, I don't know. Also a teacher. Aww. A baker. She needs to open a baker. Yeah, I was picturing that too. Like a real a real rom-com <laughs> heroine kind of. <laughs> totally. That's Sydney's oh, vibe. Oh, i two dogs and a bakery and it's so hard. <laughs> and I keep meeting men in the park. 
<laughs> That's her rom-com. I just wrote it. That's the title. She it's like, very long. She drops her basket of flowers yeah. and someone helps her pick them oh, up. I'm so and her, clumsy. Her dogs are yeah. everywhere. It feels like my head's going to explode. Oh, and then the twin comes in at one point. And the <gasps> A real mix-up. The twin's in love with the man she met in the park. A but real... she is like, no, he's just my friend. It's cool. The twin's like, okay, can I date him then? She's like... Yeah, yeah, like, go ahead, it's fine, like, Artemis and I are just friends. Oh, Oh my God. Chaos! K-A-O-S! Um, it's played by a grown-up Eddie, I presume. Oh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, they they ask all the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, We get these great answers, and then uh, they basically, I mean, they just pair them off, they give them two big mystery boxes, and, and then they go at it. I loved how stoked the kids were when one of them was like, oh, we should make a Burr Blanc. And they're all like, yeah, Burr Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Sydney- how everyone in my class felt about like a, po- like a really good Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> why did they have the boxes set up like that? I don't know. It was really weird. And also, why was Sydney so repulsed by clams? Or was it clams or was it monkfish? No, she kept picking up little clams yeah, and like clams and making monkfish. disgusted faces at them. Hey man, some I'm... people don't like some foods. Yeah, I, um, I'm not a big fan of um, oysters. Neither. Oh, Give me an oyster right now. Let's all go for oysters and then I can have all the oysters. Mm, dream. Mm-hmm. Um, monkfish was such a dangerous way to go because I've seen so many people on so many cooking shows like mm. get sent home because of overcooked monkfish. Oh, really? I've never had it in my life, but I can tell you that if you overcook it, it's rubbery because I've seen so that happen so many times. Well, that explains a lot because uh, the blue team had an interesting moment mm-hmm. between... Shane and Evan, I guess. I'll tell you who's killing <laughs> I mean, that, that we was, haven't heard that, that in a while, that, so that was a nice treat. That was a misfire by me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we gotta update the soundboard, man. Uh, As if you have nothing else to do. <laughs> um, so they start. They make their. They make their dishes. They, I mean, what was notable about this segment? I mean, nothing. Guys, Mm-mm. the lamb looked Plate delicious. it, plate together, plate together. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I think oh. they all did a really good job. So they were yeah. trying really hard to build drama around. Sydney, get her on the plate. All three of you need to be plate. It's like, okay, all Why? of them did a very good job because you can tell because they've got time at the end to be like wiping down the dishes. <laughs> Just barely. Um, you know what did happen in this? We got the parade of like occupations. Oh, yeah. I, I thought was... it was it, like turned into the village people. Like, here's I a construction was... worker. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. a policeman. I was so creeped out by those ballerinas at yeah. first. What like, an interesting choice was... to lead with that. I thought it was sponsored by like LA Ballet or. And then I was thinking, no, because. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> <We're> all- <laughs> Max yawned and it set me up. That's a, it's, I, a, it's a it's a it's a subliminal message. Yeah, you know? so don't yawn. Sorry. Packed. No yawn. I was thinking if it was ballet people that would be interesting, but the reason I knew it wasn't was because they, they for sure would have dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. and those kids had butter <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So what did we have? We had pilots, ballerinas, construction workers, firefighters, firefighters doctors, 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 NASA, NASA scientists, <laughs> uh, Olympic chefs. athletes, Olympic chefs that they never said yeah, where, where they, they were, were from. from or like... That's not true. They did give the, the female chef uh, a credit. Oh, really? Yeah. She got like the crayon, whatever, like the graphic. But the man chef didn't? I don't think he spoke. 
I found it so when locals. they kept like cutting to the restaurant where they're all like sitting there waiting for their meal, it just seemed like they were all on the most awkward date of all time. No I think because they didn't have like glasses or anything, so yeah. they were just like sitting there quietly across from each other with nothing to they do. They also, you could tell, went to great pains to make sure there were gender balance. I liked that. I yeah, appreciated I knew that you very would like much. That. I was like, that's Female nice. construction worker. Yeah. I'm a male construction that's worker. Nice. I think it's nice. Um, I was wondering if... So we we believe that they're real in their occupation and that those weren't just actors in costumes. Well, Max said actor, but... I mean, something like a ballerina, you can't act you can't fake that. Yeah, it's true. And actually, the once you once I started seeing ribs. like yeah, because they started credit, they started giving them like nameplates, like mm-hmm. graphic wise. And once I saw that, you can't. I mean, you can't just lie. No. So I believed it. Um, anyway, so yeah, they made their dishes, they served them up. Um, it was a close call, close call between the two teams, but ultimately, who won? Blue team. My team. A blue mm-hmm. team. Jenny's And kids. their dish did look delicious. It was monkfish on a bed of lentils with that circular bacon on the top and zucchini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it looked good. Totally. The lamb wanted. looked good too, but I would have gone monkfish. Because the lamb, they made lamb tzatziki and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Felt like the monkfish was a little more imaginative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what that um, was. That like a prosciutto bacon or what was that? Oh, I don't know. It looks so good. It looked awesome. I, I mean, and yet again, I think Shane just really shone in this. Like his ability to cooperate as part of a team, I find amazing. And Jasmine's leadership skills, I find amazing. Yeah. You know awesome. when she told him, "Cook the split the bacon into two pans," and he was like, "No, it all all fit in one." And she's like, "Listen, it's going to expand. So put it into. I need you to just trust me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, so calm and confident. Should I start seeing that at work when people question me? Yeah. Like, just I need me. you to just trust me. That only works if you bat a thousand. You can never miss when you say that. That's the thing. Well, see, like, at work the other day, somebody wanted to use the drone. And I was like, no, we can't use a drone. Our license is expired. And they were like, no, I'm pretty sure our license hasn't expired. Let's just do it. And I was like, no, like, I can tell your license is expired. And they made me call my boss, who was like, yeah, the license is expired. You know that. No, yeah. don't use the drone. I should have said, don't use the drone. Just trust me. I think that would have worked. Thanks, Jasmine. Management 101 <laughs> with Jasmine. <laughs> the plastic surgeon. Yeah. That's right. Um, Check your cleft. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be like her sign-off. <laughs> I don't know what a cleft is, guys. It's no. with your mouth, right? It's when babies are born and their lip is sealed to their nose. Oh, no. I think. Something like it's that. It's probably more detailed than that, but basically their lips like that. And it's a really hard surgery to, like, they can pull the lip down. Yeah. But if it's done badly, like, your lip's kind of messed right. up forever. Mm-hmm. God, so noble. I know. She's amazing. And then all the kids got sent out to get some fresh air on the patio. Why? I feel like they all should all have been smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, what a day. Yeah. <laughs> Tough one today, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did they make such a big deal of them being sent out to the patio? I don't know. That's something they do in, um, in like, the Hell's Kitchen. Maybe that was a bit of an allusion to Hell's Kitchen. I don't know. Like, could they not... Maybe they couldn't go up to the... Usually they would go hang out in the upstairs area. But maybe you would overhear them in the little MasterChef kitchen. Or, or like, the dining room. There's maybe a big setup change between... The they, they probably had to bring in uh, the, Muppets. the Muppets. So they needed to see the kids be somewhere else so that we didn't think the kids had known the Muppets were there. Mm-hmm. Do you think the kids did know the Muppets were there? 
No, I think that I think that was a legitimate surprise. When, when it was I, kind of nice to see the kids like laughing and shocked, and yeah. it just reminded me that they're kids. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Evan looks like he carries the weight of the world on his shoulders, <laughs> and it was so cool to just see him like wetting himself laughing yeah. at Miss Piggy. Yeah, it was. I'm feeling it today. I don't know. It was also at this point that I realized. I'm not saying I look like Miss Piggy, but I feel like her <laughs> attitude towards life is very similar mm-hmm. to mine. Well, I, too, I, think I Miss- too would use the cell phone in my pocket to just order something. She's a problem solver. I greatly admire Miss Piggy. I know. And she doesn't take any messing no. around. She gets what she wants. Yeah. She knows what she wants and she goes out and gets it. She is a feminist icon. <laughs> she is a feminist icon. And she looks good while doing it. Looks good doing it. Mm. And she knows karate. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> she is dope. She is dope. Um, I thought Shane like wasn't like he seemed a little unimpressed at first. I thought, but by the I loved that by the end he was like goofing around. Yeah. And, like he's maybe a little older. Like yeah. how old when are you when you like the Muppets? Well, my twenty nine right. for my calculation. <laughs> twenty nine and counting. Yeah. yeah. But I could see like you know he's taking this competition seriously. Like he's you know. I could see him sort of maybe considering himself too mature yeah. or being like, oh, this is like silly or this is like a for babies. Um, but I don't know. He got into it at the end, I think. So. Did you like the Muppets movie with Jason Segel? I loved it. Loved it. Life's a happy song. Mm-hmm. So much mm-hmm. I love that. Put that one in. Put that one in the show. No, he's shaking his head. Put that one in your wedding. <gasps> He's also shaking his but head. Let's get, back, let's get back to the topic at hand here. So um, We're going to change this into a wedding planning podcast yeah, after yeah. the season's over, I guess. No, no, no. All right. Let's, uh, uh, so, Miss Piggy and <laughs> Swedish Chef are revealed so uh, to be the guest uh, guest judges, the Swedish Chef. I, just such a stroke of genius. I, I don't find Swedish Chef funny. Oh, my God. I thought it was great. No, I don't find him funny, and I would say that to his face. Unlike <gasps> some other podcast hosts that I know. <laughs> That I know, which is Ben and Wim to every celebrity chef. <laughs> talking about I, you, Max. Yes, I'm aware. I just aware. don't find him funny. I don't know if it's a sense of humor I don't get. Mm-hmm. I find Miss Picky hilarious. Oh, do you speak Swedish? Maybe oh, that's maybe probably it. Trans- lost in translation. Well, Jenny, I think you're going to learn to love the Swedish chef after our newest segment. May I get a song, please? <sighs> Not the same <laughs> song. I don't have any new songs. Okay, just hum one for me. Uh, Wait. Like what? It's the sweetest thing. <laughs> Trivia about our favorite <laughs> Swedish chef. Oh, I'll do this one in an accent. Wait, did you say the Swedish? <laughs> yeah. Max, oh. why do you not even smile? <laughs> why are you so curmudgeonly? That is brilliant. I'm Thank smiling. You. Let's hear it. What is this? Okay, question one. Um, oh, the Swedish thing. Oh, yeah. Have you got? I don't know the real words to the song. Whoa, whoa. The Swedish thing. So, so he purported, the Swedish stuff purportedly speaks Swedish, but Swedish people don't feel like that's actually what he sounds like. What language... Do Swedish people think that the Swedish chef is imitating? Um, um, Finnish. 
Danish. Norwegian. Oh, I was going to say Norwegian. Zero points, zero points. I should go with my gut. On the very first episode of The Muppet Show where the Swedish chef appeared, what language were the subtitles in below? (laughs) French. English. Chinese. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Last question. Um, (laughs) What... (laughs) In 1988, a Swedish chef-inspired cereal hit grocery stores. What was it called? Are you kidding me? There's a Swedish chef cereal? I learned all of this from the Muppets Wiki 10 minutes ago. Swedish chef-inspired. Is that a play on words? Mm, No. Uh, Hmm. I don't know. Frosted Flakes? (laughs) I have no idea. Crunchy stars. <laughs> it's got two O's with. Is it called umlauts? The two yeah. dots. Yeah. Crunchy stars. Anyways, this has been the Swedish thing. Oh, oh the, the Swedish, Swedish thing. thing. That's good. That was good. Um. Okay. So. What were we talking about? So it. Uh, they were great. They were great. I thought they were so funny. My favorite. I want part, them there all the time. My favorite part about the whole. Um. My favorite bit from the Muppets was when. Uh, Christina is talking to Justice and is like, "Do you think who do you think is more talented?" <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. laughing like, so much. Totally straight faced. Who do you think is more talented, Swedish Chef or Gordon Ramsay? And she's like looking at Christina like, she's like, "Are you kidding me?" And uh, and Christina is like, "I think he's a genius." <laughs> like, Christina was really good at yeah, deadpanning yeah, this one. Yeah, it was really good. Their it acting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're wasting her on a reality show. Let's yeah, get some Nick Staff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take her to the big screen. Um, yeah, that was so good. Even like Miss Picky cooking and everything was really that good. That was a great yeah. fit. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't, I, would, I don't know if I would do it like that. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And also when Gordon was helping Sydney and she really, she's the whistleblower of the show. Miss <laughs> Picky's a hero. Why are you helping her when you're not helping me? Yeah. She should have looked pointedly at all the other contestants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did feel a little bad for Sydney in this episode because she really thought that she was going home. Well, she should have gone home then. She should have gone home then. It was good, though. No, she didn't render the fat. She didn't render the fat off it. Mm-hmm. Hers was the worst. It was. It looked like mm-hmm. a great steak, but out of six great steaks, it mm-hmm. was. Yeah. It did not have the edge. She didn't render the fat, and there was something with her sauce that I can't remember right now. But lo and behold, no one leaves. Mm-hmm. But although that would be pretty crummy if they're like, Miss Piggy, you go home. And it's like, haha, Miss Piggy can't make it. And then like actually sending children home too, being like, oh, actually, yeah. Put your aprons on the table. Yeah, this is a huge deal and you're devastated. <laughs> but look at this puppet. <laughs> look at this pig. Look at this idiot. Um, yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad we get to see all the kids for another, and another I thought, week. I thought it was really artfully shot how like Miss Piggy had to carry her dish to the front. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then like... There was that shot of her glove, like, sliding it closer. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Okay, my dream world, Miss Piggy and the Swedish Chef would always be there. Richard Blaze would always be there. Graham Elliot would always be there. It would just be, like, do we even need the kids anymore? Maybe for the <laughs> final, the finale, I'll be, like, all the, all our favorite. Oh, what a dream. What a dream. I loved her outfit, too. I just loved everything bar. Yeah. And her little bedazzled apron. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any of the kids were jealous about the bedazzles. They're, be- they're beyond that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? Yeah, I want to talk about steak frites. Mm -hmm. I don't like crispy little fries that I can't even screw with my fork. Mm. 
Yeah, I've been in many a restaurant where I order a steak, the flying pig yield on, and you just get a big pile of those things beside your steak, and you're like, okay, thanks, but like, how do I eat this? With your fingers. No, they're like, they're like chips. Mm. They're like, they're little strips of chips. Like, you bite them, it's like... Too crispy. Yeah. Mm. Too crispy. Mm. I'd rather like a baked potato or something. Well, you can probably order those. Not in the Master of Junior Kitchen. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so what you're saying is you like you like you like thick fries. Yeah. Yeah. You're a oh, thick fry gal. Dumped chips. in peppercorn sauce. That would what be delicious. Okay, but if you make steak frites, do they always have to be those two string fries? Is that by definition? I know frites just means fries, but like the dish itself. Could you have potato wedges or would that be disgraceful? Mm -hmm. There also seems to be quite a variation in how many steak frites people got. Mm -hmm. Little handful, big handful. Miss Piggy's was generous because she played gone like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) She's so smart. Make the man do the work. I loved how angry the Swedish chef was. Uh, When he looked at her and he was like pointed and then dragged his finger. Yeah, he's like... Did you make this? I, I mean, I'm, I have no idea what he's saying. But in my mind, he's saying, did you make the steak? Did you make the steak? And she's like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah, I made the steak. Did you make the steak? I loved it. it was you know, so I, maybe you speak Swedish and you didn't know until now. I'm he's got Scandinavian artist. heritage. That's you know? true. It's coursing through your blood. Norwegian. It makes sense. Oh. If he's actually speaking Norwegian. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's Max and Mitchell. <laughs> Big summer blowout. Uh, anything else, guys, before we wrap it up? No. That's I it. mean, nothing. We don't have to talk about who got eliminated. Yeah. Like, we don't have to feel like... This was just, just a fun little... It was just fun. You know what? We are quick to criticize, but I think we should all go around the table and say something nice and thank the producers for this. <laughs> okay. This is the funniest episode of um, MasterChef Junior I've, I've ever seen. I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Um, I feel like there's tons of creativity that's been poured into this season. I know early episodes we've been, uh, maybe we're a little critical about how things go, but overall I think it's just been a lot of fun, a lot of fun surprises and, and that's wild cards, puppets, Boy Scout camping, yeah, people not going home, people, extra people going, like it's been unpredictable and I appreciate that. (laughs) And I think Gordon and Christina have been really good sports. Um, yes. Now let us go around the table and say one bad thing <gasps> about <laughs> One thing we hate about each other. <laughs> um, big thanks again to Heidi Miller for taking time out of her What an angel. And uh, Stacey, how can people find us online? Oh, um, if you go to AfterChefJunior.com, you can find links to our Twitter and our Instagram and a way to email us because we want to hear from you. We want to hear nice things, room for improvement, like nice things would be preferable but you know we're open we're criticizing we're happy to be criticized shout out to the guy that binge listened to all two seasons of our show that was kind of cool and i was like oh we've done two seasons you're cool and you like you just yeah probably really handsome and smart (laughs) with that sort of attitude you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also i would love for people to tweet us or email us with guest suggestions who would you like to hear from yeah we've been pretty successful in getting two for two <laughs> Who do you want to hear from? Let us know and we'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Miss Piggy next? Oh, God. we can't afford her. <laughs> She'd have like a, what's it called when you. Rider. A rider. A rider. Yeah. Just for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what?
fun. Alrighty. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye.